Hello, this is the uh, Gadget Match podcast, our pilot episode. My name is Rodney. I do social videos for Gadget Match. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the uh, recently concluded CES 2018. Joining me is Michael Josh. Hi, everyone. Isa. Hello, guys. And Marvin. Hey. All right. Um, let's get this thing started. Uh, Everybody's a little bit um, <laughs> shy, um, but we'll get we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We haven't really recorded a podcast mm-hmm. together, so um, this is, this the is going time. to be exciting. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, speaking of first times, um, I wanted to ask Isa right off the bat because it was your first time mm-hmm. going to this, going to CES. What was it like for you? Well, when everyone told me to be prepared for all the walking, now I just checked my gear fit mm-hmm. and oh my gosh my steps were the highest ever for like a few months like for for five months how many just a, yeah just like people in India. yeah you wow. average about 20 per day yeah wow. average about 20,000 steps per day at CES. <laughs> yeah. yes that's, that's insane and, and i wore for, heels for me 12 is a lot it was, was thousand. I remember the first time that I I bought a fitness tracker. Mm-hmm. It was also right before CES. I forgot which one it was. I think it was a Jawbone up. Yeah. Mm. And then I remember I was just so used to to logging like fifteen twenty thousand steps a day. And then when I came back to my wow. normal life, I mm-hmm. I wasn't even like clocking five thousand steps. Your so. normal life <laughs> <laughs> so spent sitting down. CES is sitting not normal. Down. CES is not normal. Plus the fact that Issa was in high heels and then it was super cold as well. But uh. I looked super cute. So it's fine. So did you I, lose weight? Let's not talk about this, Marvin. This is a different podcast altogether. How dare you? Okay, so going back to going back to CES and it being your first time, what was well, the first thing that you noticed? Honestly, there are so many things. I, there was so many things mm-hmm. I wanted to see, but you just can't go through all of them. It's amazing how much random technology is just there. And I was a little kid running around, trying to run mm-hmm. around everywhere. But of course, we had certain things to shoot. Right. Unfortunately, there were a bunch of things that I really wanted to see. But we weren't able to see them in person. But I guess that's indicative of how technology is, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Let's, let's give everyone a context, though, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. CES is. It's, yeah. it's the, it's, we call it the biggest technology show mm-hmm. of the year. It's, it's definitely large. It doesn't just happen. You know, for most conventions, it happens at a convention center. And so mm-hmm. uh, it does happen at the Las Vegas Convention Center. But that's just half of the story. Um, the LVCC is far away from the Strip. But mm-hmm. there are several hotels along the Strip that also have little convention centers as well. Where And then on top of that, brands that can't afford to have their own booth at CES rent hotel suites, and they... And so they also have mm-hmm. hotel suites. So they're, it's hopping it's not, from one place yeah. to the other. And it's not like you can walk between two venues. Yep. You have to get an Uber. And booking an Uber in itself was uh-huh. such an ordeal. You had to wait outside. They mm-hmm. rerouted the traffic. Yes. At some point, I always felt, I almost felt like I was in Manila. I had an Uber, <laughs> which cost us like $50. Right. Because I was in traffic for more than an hour. 
Yeah. 50. Oh, wow. 50. Yeah. That was day one. Oh, see Mar- I see Marvin Judge. Okay, $20 is the normal For me, fare. 10 is too much. Here. Yeah. For you, $2 is too much. <laughs> it's actually true. That's, that's true. That's true. I can't deny that. So, yes. Um, but, yeah, you haven't answered the question, though. Which yeah. of all the products? But though, that's the, yeah. co- that's the yeah. context of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we, um, w- one morning, we, we start at this particular hotel for an event. Mm-hmm. We have to hop over to another hotel yeah. for an event. And then yeah. we haven't even gotten to the main venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the main venue is three different halls. So it's really impossible to get through everything. It's really impossible. So I guess that was my thing, though. Mm -hmm. I knew there was going to be a lot of things I wanted to see and a lot of things that I was personally excited for. But just to be there and to see the gravity of everything was something that took me a while to grasp. Like, it was amazing, Mm -hmm. but it was also overwhelming. Yeah. I guess that's the sentiment that most people who go to CES for the first time get. And you never mm-hmm. really, I never really understood that. In mm-hmm. my head, I'm like, okay, I've read about it. They've told me about what I needed to expect. Mm-hmm. But getting there and actually going through it was a different mm-hmm. thing. So like, even if you planned where to go and yeah, what we, to and do. We, Issa and I were pretty a, organized. Yeah, I, 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 we had yeah. this chart. Yeah. We were like, this yeah. is what we're going to do. And then we, also, we already allotted like an hour for mm-hmm. tra- travel. But there are days that... It it's still it's, we tried. There was one day we were at the sands at the at where all the startups were, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we couldn't book an Uber because we couldn't get um, internet on our phones. Just because of the because sheer amount of, of people in one people. venue, wow. we had to walk a kilometer past the hotel just wow. so that we can get. Yeah. Um, we had reception, uh-huh. just no data. Yeah, and that then, is insane. So yeah, that was kind of insane. And of course, look at me now. If, if you if you can't hear it, <laughs> I'm actually using a mask right now oh. because oh. I caught the CES bug. And it's a I, I see a lot of my yeah. YouTuber friends are tweeting I saw about it. Super Saft. Yeah, Super Saft has this viral flu. I think I have it as well. So I want to stay safe and keep and keep my germs to myself. But that happens to me almost every year. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm always on vitamins. Mm-hmm. I, I always try to protect myself, but I always just catch the CES bug. Was it, this one more stressful for you? Um, not not necessarily, but it was mm-hmm. really cold this year, and mm-hmm. it, out of the blue, it rained. It rained. Uh, and then me and Issa were stuck in the rain. <laughs> There's rain in the <laughs> desert. Sorry, we're, we're, of, we're at all times. We're rat holing, and we're not talking about the devices, but it's okay. Um, it's okay. Have, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I feel like people would love to hear this as well. They have designated pickup locations for Ubers. Yeah. And so Issa and I, it's raining, and 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 so we are like, okay, we don't want our Ubers to wait for us. Mm-hmm. So we're nice we book, people. We're like nice that. people. So we booked their Uber, and then we're like, okay, two minutes away. Let's go. Let's go to the parking lot. It was lot. two minutes. We're like. 15 minutes and we were okay. there in the cold wow. and then he cancelled on us and then he cancelled on us and then so we wait for the other mm-hmm. one and we were like literally just freezing um, so mm-hmm. there was a lot of that as mm-hmm. well because um, you are hearing the non-glamorous side yeah. of CES yes. it's, it's I mean, a lot of work at, a lot if, of walking if you look at our feeds and if you look at the live tweets and the stories we were all happy and everything yes. but we have a bunch of photos of me just being miserable it's like I have a candid photo of me just being miserable in the cold because <laughs> <Josh> was just <laughs> like this is sad yeah but I mean for the, for mm. the most part I think it's a it's a rite of passage mm-hmm. we all and it's a requirement we mm-hmm. have to be there and um, whether or not and I, I know you want to talk about that but whether mm-hmm. or not you're going to see the, a lot of these stuff you can buy today mm-hmm. maybe they're just ideas or, mm-hmm. yes. or concepts it's nice to be able to see to be in the thick of it mm-hmm. and see what people are working on mm-hmm. to be a little bit romantic about it it's, it's great to see what humanity can come up with in terms of technology mm-hmm. right? yep. it's, it's all these possibilities it's a, it's a showroom filled with countless possibilities mm-hmm. Yes, and of course, it's adding context to you know, that's what CES is all about. It's not about what's 
happening exactly right now, what's going to be available right now, right. but what's going to be, what could possibly be, what could be in our, our hands in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, going back to that, to that question, what was the one thing, like just one thing that really, really caught your attention? Are you serious? Do you even need to ask? Of course, I'd say it's Ibo. You knew I was freaking out about this when I wrote about it, what, a few months back yes. when they released the, uh, when they launched the re-release of this robot dog. So for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically Sony's AI robot dog. Mm-hmm. And they, we weren't expecting it. We were at the Sony press mm-hmm. event. Yeah, you know what? We were sitting, cause, so there are cocktails at the event. <laughs> and, and I that, hadn't eaten the whole yeah. day. That figures. No, oh, no. So, so the context is, this was like this late was... in the afternoon. We hadn't had lunch, yeah, really. I, we were up at 6 a.m. because our first event was at 8 uh, the LG event yeah. and Sony was our last event of the day it was at 6 and I just mm-hmm. remember not having eaten the whole day and not drinking not drink- so we got there we were I was looking for water there was a cocktail mm. bar we were just like let's just get let's a get beer. a beer yeah and then I just remember we, we sat I mean, we couldn't get a really good seat so we were sitting, on the, sitting floor, on the floor yeah. and then we were taking we were live tweeting the event and we knew uh, the things that we wanted to see yeah. there was the phone there was the headphones and we thought the camera and she was, was like I want to keep yeah. seeing the eyeball but mm-hmm. we were like oh maybe he's not here and then all of a sudden the last s- thing they announced they pulled out an eyeball and brought it to the station i was freaking out wow. i was just like did, did that immediately bring the energy back dude, to you so so she left me mm. she i sat down because yeah. i had to watch our stuff mm-hmm. she's like i'm gonna go over there to the corner yeah. and shoot some stuff i'll be back and yeah. i was there for quite a while and she, you were like they're probably not gonna display the eyeball because i mean it's a robot dog right yeah. they only have one mm-hmm. and then he goes isa the Ivo's over there, that corner. I immediately just handed him my beer and just walked away. <laughs> I, I just kept on shooting I, I was the watching Ivo. all the equipment and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... But you should definitely mm. check out our video. We did a yes. video on, on Facebook, um, mm-hmm. on Ivo. And I think it's cool because um, I hear that no one, no two Ivo's are alike. Yes. So it depends so, on... on, on how you treat them? It's not like by buying a BB-8 mm-hmm. or Spiro yeah, Spider-Man. They're all the same. They're all the same. Yeah. No two Ibos are the same because their characteristics will vary depending on how they grew up. Grew so up. So some are friendlier. Marks. So there's a. If sir, you're a friendlier. Uh, person. Pet owner. So your Ibo Marvin yeah. will be mean. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an AI component no, to the yes. Ibo. It'll be really cheap. <laughs> and cheap. Yes, there's AI. So yes. I think all of the ro- a lot of the robots, in fact, not just robots, I think a lot mm. of the gadgets that we saw at CES yeah. all have AI built in. That, that seems to be the theme, like mm. artificial, artificial intelligence everywhere. Yes, exactly. Google was, Assistant was everywhere. That too. That yeah. too. I was shocked as, as soon as I got into Vegas. I mean, I saw Google Assistant... Uh, they had a Hey Google train. Mm-hmm. Um, they had billboards. They had giant, what do you call this? Gumball, Gumball machine. That was giving out Google Home Mini. What? Yeah, what? we didn't do it. I know. I saw the last what? day that that was no. the price. Oh, now Marvin's You're gonna upset. Just, oh, oh, my God. Come we just upset on. Marvin. No, but see, that's like $50. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's one Uber ride. This is sick. Google is super. Google is always known for coming up with cool, fun stuff. Uh-huh. But the reality is, you're there to work. So, <laughs> not that we need another Google. <laughs> and the thing is, we have to fall in line, and we didn't. We didn't have. Oh, the you didn't have the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. I think that was mainly for the attendees, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not just not necessarily the journalists. But I think also, and speaking of Google Home, Google Home now is. I mean, Google Assistant is no longer just. On your phone yes. and on Google Home. We saw smart displays. They mm-hmm. announced uh, a new f- 
kind of devices called yes. smart dis- displays. Mm-hmm. And we saw at least three different ver- varieties of it. Mm-hmm. One, one of them is Lenovo mm-hmm. from Lenovo called the Lenovo Smart Display. And I think those, that was my favorite of all the ones yes. I saw. I saw one from LG, and I think the other one was from JBL. That Were you able to play a lot with, uh, with any of these smart displays? We did, we, we did have some hands-on time before CES, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. it was officially announced, and we also have a video on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's just like a next, it's like a next level up of Google Home. Mm-hmm. It can do everything that Google Home can do. I'm excited about the whole recipe-watching thing. Mm-hmm. So it basically tells you step by step what to do, right? And mm-hmm. there's a display that shows you uh, the ingredients that you need or whatever, and how to do it, and how to yeah. do mm-hmm. it. So it's nice. It's it's a nice. I'm, I don't know, Marvin. Can you just you you being the uh, one who doesn't like to spend a lot of money? Can you justify <laughs> buying a device like this for your home if you had a, you know, maybe I would, but just one. But the, for <laughs> me, I have to decide if it's going to be Alexa or Google Assistant. And That's it, a, I'm not sure yet, which I need and more. And I think mm-hmm. that was really for me. And I I, I, I was interviewed a lot at CES, and I always mm-hmm. talked about how you know how Vegas is like the boxing capital of the world, where yes. there's always like matchups. Yeah. GM brand. I yeah. felt it was basically. It was that was like the matchup at CES. It was mm-hmm. Alexa versus Google Home. Oh damn! But a lot of manufacturers are just not making it difficult for. They're like, well, whatever. You can choose whatever you want, mm-hmm. and we'll just put we'll build both of them into our devices. So and a lot now of it's the devices you that you choose, so, yeah. Okay. Which one you like better? Okay. Which is great, but I, I did have some times to speak with the uh, the head of Google Assistant, mm-hmm. and I was telling him, "Hey, this really sounds like Jarvis. Like it's really sounding like this is no longer just an assistant; it's the operating system for our lives." And he was like, "Yep, that's that's really the direction that we're mm-hmm. going." And we saw Google Assistant in cars now. Alexa, Panasonic is helping bring Alexa to cars as well with Amazon Auto. Uh, it's 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 an interesting time to be alive if that's your if that's something that interests you but at least you can now walk from room to room or out of your house Mm -hmm. into your car and then have that your personal assistant with you all the time one day Mm -hmm. i have a feeling we're gonna have like chips built into our that sounds so sci-fi but i would or one of these one of those wearables where you put your um finger in your ear and then you can just yeah yeah. right so we saw so we also saw that i mean one it's in a it's one of the awardees at the gadget Mm -hmm. match awards xperia ear yes is what i like about it is that um we got to test it out it's Mm -hmm. noise canceling headphones and you know Mm -hmm. how big those noise canceling headsets are right of course it's an in-ear one wireless to two different buds that you put in your ear mm-hmm. unlike the apple one it doesn't stick out mm-hmm. um but it has google assistant built in as well so you're doing exercises you're doing whatnot yeah. and then google assistant is just in your ear that's pretty it's cool it's just amazing what they can build in really really tiny things now mm-hmm. you'd be surprised well there's also remember there's also that strap that we saw um, that strap that allows you oh, the bone con- signal, yes. the signal so strap. So remember at Computex, sorry, Isa, go ahead. Yeah. But, but at Computex, you did something similar. Yes. Yeah, we saw our ring. ring. Yes. Yeah, so it's basically a ring that allows you to make calls mm-hmm. on your using your finger through bone conductor Bo- yes. technology. There, there was another one, which was a strap. So it was sort of looked like a watch strap, but yeah. it does the same thing. So it, And it can work cool. with any um well it, it it can fit into any kind of watch even mechanical watches but of course if you want to do the calling it ha- you need to be have a, a smart watch with bluetooth connectivity to oh. your phone but you just put that that as a, it's a, you put you put that watch watch strap on and 
connect it to your like your Gears 360 right mm-hmm. now yeah. or my Apple Watch mm-hmm. and um, oh, so it'll work with, with any existing device you already yes. have so it's basically a, just a strap for uh-huh. your smartwatch and then it turns your finger into um, it can transmit so you don't sound. have to buy a separate device altogether no, you so just you buy the strap nice. it turns your finger into an earpiece yes, yes. Okay. it turns your finger into like a sci-fi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> receiver which was so amazing when I first tried it like I couldn't understand how it worked mm-hmm. so I, the sound I tried is, it and expected it not to work actually. But it did. But, but it did. I remember yeah. we were together yes. at uh, Computex. Computex, yeah, we were shooting it and it was mm-hmm. really amazing how it, yeah. and it sounded really clear though. Well, I want to talk to, to Marvin about um, some of the laptops that he wrote about yes. and seems that CES, you know, MWC will be all about um, smartphones but mm-hmm. CES is a lot about laptops. It was. Um, did you think that there was anything like New and special or revolutionary about the laptops that we saw, or what really stuck out to you? I actually, like the Swift window. Seven mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. I was expecting really? the Dell XPS. Yeah, the mm-hmm. XPS was going to be my bet mm-hmm. for the best laptop, but it's actually Swift Seven I like the most. Why? Because I used the Swift Seven a lot <laughs> last <laughs> year. Yeah, and it, it's special because it's it's the slimmest laptop in the world. Yes, uh-huh. but there were some drawbacks to it. Mm-hmm. And now the, the new Swift Seven fixed everything. Put a touch screen, mm-hmm. put a fingerprint scanner. It's even thinner now to put more parts in it. And the battery life is supposedly better. So if I were to look for a new laptop this year, it would probably be it. Really? Wow, this yeah. the, we, we did see the Swift 7. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. We did see mm-hmm. the XPS 15. Actually, a lot but of the XPS really nice. 15 look oh, really, really good. Too. I mean, <laughs> oh, I was looking so, at it like, hey. So you know what's hey. cool about the XPS 15? They have this thing called Maglev, right? The Maglev oh, yeah. keyboard. And first, it's like, so Maglevs are like trains. And they have them in Shanghai. And they're basically two like magnets pushing the trains so it doesn't really touch the track. Mm-hmm. track. Yes. And so they're using the same technology in the keyboard. Mm. Um, I... I don't. I mean, I to try. How does try, that work so I, exactly? I don't really know. I tried I mean, it on, yeah. and it feels it feels great. I mean, I'm still kind of loyal to my Apple keyboard in terms of you know the crunchiness just, and the feel of it. I find yours too short on travel, so so I might like the maglev. You might like mm-hmm. the maglev. It it felt great. It felt great. Sorry, it felt mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Although I don't know if that's just a marketing kind of like technology With or keyboard. Something you have to get used to through time anyway. Agreed. And I, I was, remember you didn't like your keyboard. That's, that's, right. that's <laughs> what I want to say. This one, right? I mean, yeah. Okay. That's, we're so finicky about our keyboards, yes. and, and especially with the Windows computers, we're always like, oh, n- not a lot of Windows computers, laptops really have great keyboards, or whatever. Yeah. But then I realized I was, I loved the old uh, MacBook keyboard, and I was so resisted, resistant to change. And <laughs> and then now, after a while, after a while, I love this keyboard. So I think it's about getting used to it. But yeah. that technology sounds great mm-hmm. because now it's not really mechanical and sensitive. It's really just magnets that push the 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 things up. I mean, how long do you spend on your laptop per day? It has to be something. Well, you're if you're really a writer, you type yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. So Not you need even, like, even just on Facebook, like, there was a study about this X number of hours on your laptop, so it might as well be something you enjoy, right? Right, right. and you know, the, the materials on the Dell seem pretty, pretty mm-hmm. awesome as well. But I mean, um, I also saw the, the, the Novo ThinkPad. The I know ThinkPad. that's a... Uh, more of a workhorse yes. laptop. You know what I really liked about a lot of the Lenovo products mm-hmm. this year? They all had that privacy shield. Oh yeah, yeah. you can cover the front. Yeah, so yeah, it's the, on yeah. The, on the I smart, saw it. I the, saw it. What was it called? The smart display has a video camera for video calls. Yes, and the laptops as well. So you just flick. So you don't have to. See, and it's all about privacy, right? Someone mm-hmm. actually said. 
that it's 2018, we have to stop putting tape on our laptop screens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so, is true innovation, so that was a cool, I think. That was a cool thing. That, you know, yeah. It's just a, a nice touch. Mm. And then we were seeing, and what I, what I, what I took away from that was um, they put an HDR and Globy Vision into a work laptop. Mm-hmm. So it's really showing us that the work laptop needs to transition into an entertainment laptop. Yes, I agree. Um, and and, then, and you see you see a lot of these Lenovo ThinkPads. These are really the machines that you when you, when you go to work. The these are the workhorses. Yeah, this is the workhorses, and then you know, it, to be able to see like these entertainment um, stuff get get in there. Yeah, those entertainment features, mm-hmm. and I think users really demand demand that. But it's interesting to yeah. see all of this. Um, all of this, these these updates, uh, and I can't mm. believe it's getting smaller too, and thinner. How do oh, they do yeah, that? That's too bad too, of course. <laughs> but of that course, is no. the goal. <laughs> and of course, it being a work laptop, it still has all of its security and privacy features. Right. And speaking of privacy features, that's where the uh, shutter privacy come shield yeah, come in. comes in. Yeah. So we're we're Definitely. looking forward to reviewing these devices mm-hmm. when they become. Uh, available. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of becoming available, um, what from the stuff that you saw, Marvin? Marvin, what from the stuff that you wrote, you think would be available in the next two years? From what we've seen at CES. From what we see. From what we saw. Yes. Yeah, for sure, the laptops are going to see them this year already. Mm-hmm. What about the fingerprint sensor? I think that's. It's oh already yes. All oh, right. Yes. Vivo that. and Synaptics. Yes. That's what I really. Want. <laughs> no, that's what I want to see this year, but I'm not sure where sir. Was there any uh, release so date they yet say for this? Early 2018. They just keep mm-hmm. saying that, but, but there's no definite date. Yeah, there's yet. no definite but date. I've been Isn't it already early 2018? <laughs> no, because I've been hearing this since last year. Uh-huh. So we talked to the folks mm-hmm. at Synaptics. So mm-hmm. we've talked to representatives both from Vivo and from Synaptics. Yep. And the Synaptics people tell us the technology is ready. Yeah. And we tried it on and it works. Yes. And so it's actually pretty we have quick. A, we have it doesn't videos really on lag or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, look, it's, it and feels like a normal fingerprint scan. And to make matters worse, I mean, I've had to wear this mask for the last two days. And Face ID will not recognize my face. It's just Well, how about your face is covered? If it well, recognizes your face. Well, I hope that's I a, That's a big security well, breach if it does. I, my hope is that Face ID gets smart enough to say, I know I can still see his eyes. He's still a real person. And if he's really smart enough to mm-hmm. learn, mm-hmm. then he should know, oh, maybe he's just covering his face. Because yeah. it's, suppo- it's supposed to work with a mask on. So, um, and, and seeing that, that Vivo, you know, let's be, let's be real here. The Synaptics people tell us this is a first-gen product. Yeah. Don't, think mm-hmm. of, don't think of this as a next-gen to built in the fingerprint yes. home buttons. Mm-hmm. This is not the same thing. So don't yes. expect it to be as fast. They are the same folks who also make those really fast fingerprint sensors used by yeah. Vivo on their on their V V phones, which are really, really fast. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so, but don't expect it to be fast. But just the fact that it works and that the fact that we have it and it's available and right it, now and it's an option, right? Mm-hmm. So, but for me, it's like okay, sure, give me Face ID, it's great. But there are times like today that I, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. Give me another option to unlock my phone, and I'd love to have that. I'd love to have it in upcoming phones, and and I don't know what other. Uh, not everybody is going the synaptics route. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot. I hear that some manufacturers are trying to put it anywhere under the screen. Mm-hmm. This Vivo version. Yeah. By the way, just for context, I asked them. So why Vivo first? Why is it Vivo going to be the first people? Why do they? It appears that Vivo is the one who really poured yeah. in the money, uh, the resources to back R&D this, uh-huh. to back this up. Everybody else will benefit mm-hmm. it because once it's done, they can license it as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Vivo says we want it first. We'll, we'll invest in you. And, and really, it is really exciting. I mean, yeah. it, and didn't he say that 
the reason why it's only in one area was because like it's of cost. It's it's the cost. So it's actually doable to do the whole With the screen. entire screen. Yes. So yeah. you know how it works is that yeah. I, you can see the video that we did. They basically have a CMO sensor. So it's a, it's basically a camera. It's the same imaging mm-hmm. chip that you find in your smartphone cameras. Mm-hmm. So basically, it takes a picture of your fingerprint. Mm-hmm. And so because the it's OLED glass, screen, there's a light. The OLED screen will, will flash light right underneath your fingerprint yes. to illuminate it. The camera that takes a picture of it, and that's what's used to kind of like detect a match. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going mm-hmm. on underneath, and it has to be an OLED screen now because OLED is the only one that can light it that way. Now, um, the only drawback that I saw was that I kept my... my, my my muscle memory is that once I've touched the button, I let go, mm. and then it, ca- it it fails. You have to hold it. You have to hold it until it unlocks. Okay. Yeah. So that's oh. the only drawback. But it will work it, even if like it's not the exact yeah, it doesn't have same to be, position. Mm-hmm. So it you be, can mm. rotate your finger around. So you just, have to, yeah. you just have to press it a little longer than usual. Yes, yes okay. than usual. But surprisingly, though, even the but unlock time... But once you get used to it, it was fast. Yeah, it was fast. It doesn't. You, you don't feel a lag. It's mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. your finger on the thing that has to stay a little bit. So it's just... Again, and of course, memory. as more people adapt this technology, yeah. it's definitely going to be. I mean, come on, the, probably the, get to the level where we the existing fingerprint yeah. scan- scanner. I mean, right I now. I resisted the the fingerprint scanner on the rear of the phone, mm-hmm. like for a long time. I didn't like that, but now every time I switch to a phone with a finger fingerprint scanner That's on the front, back. Yeah. I keep on doing the back phone. <laughs> You're rocking the Pixel too. Yeah, I borrowed it from Marvin. Oh. She took it from you. Well, yeah, that's essential. What, that's what happens when you date someone from Android Authority. <laughs> mm. First of all, it takes great photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the stickers. You were using the AR stickers, stickers. yesterday. Yeah, no, because I've been playing around it. Because I, well, I mean, if it's, so people have all, sidetracking. People have always told me, I always tell people that I like the beauty modes on the phone. But then I was quite impressed by the Pixel performance while we were in Vegas with the lights. And although I had a great phone with a great beauty mode, I couldn't take photos. I was curious about this. And since Marvin's writing about this... The essential then, phone. Yeah. So I wanted to try and see what I could do with supposedly the phone with the best cameras. Okay. So. Okay, that's a sorry. That's a side yeah, note. That's, <laughs> sorry, yeah. that's not on your that's, agenda. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And speaking of two years, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is probably not going to... Not gonna go up in the next two years, but it was really interesting. The Razor Project Linda. What oh. did you guys? What okay. did you guys think about it? That was pretty exciting. We have a Razor phone right here, mm-hmm. which you know hasn't really been the most impressive <laughs> in some ways. In some in ways, some in terms of photos, photos, no. yeah. <laughs> I tried it out and took a bunch of photos. I and you just stopped. Just, but I mean, for for something for 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 a phone that has a one hundred twenty gigahertz refresh rate. For it to have that camera, it feels like the, the camera feels like it came from like four or five years ago. Yes, <laughs> it was. But everything so else, it's good. pretty solid. But speaking of that, I mean, but for me, that idea is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're seeing a trend in another thing that we saw at CES, where there was something announced uh, late last year was Qualcomm Snapdragon smartphone processors mm-hmm. running laptops, laptops with windows with windows and there you know we saw the one from Lenovo mm-hmm. uh, at CES mm. and so now that you think about it it's and then and then earlier this year we saw a PC mode and Samsung yes. decks you know so more uh, and more these phones are g- becoming powerful enough to 
enough to run as as desktop, as desktop yeah. computers. Desktop computer. yeah. yeah. So do you think I don't know, Marvin? Do you think that's gonna be a a thing? I a want thing? it to be a thing because <laughs> I want wanting it and it happening are two different it. things. Why do you Marvin? want it to be a thing? Um, For me, it's the battery life because the one thing I don't like about at least Windows laptops is mm-hmm. the battery life. I'm sure Mac users don't have as big of problems as we yeah. do, mm-hmm. but it's the battery life of Wait, this Windows Isa, please. Laptops. You have a ten year old laptop. It's begging. It's begging to retire. It's technically a desktop now because it has to be plugged in. There's another problem I have. It's not just the battery life. It's the connectivity. Right. So I don't. I can't just find good Wi-Fi spot anywhere mm-hmm. I go. So with these Qualcomm chips inside a laptop, I get 4G connectivity wherever I go. I that's, don't need a hotspot. That's what they that's were telling me. And, and I get the battery life. So I get both. It's like having a phone that right. runs Windows on a much bigger screen. So and I guess I it's also that. about about cost, right? If you yeah. had, if you spent, let's say, a thousand dollars for a smartphone. Uh, You'd want that, you that. You want to be able to get more out of that thousand dollars, yeah. And then buy an accessory that is your mm. laptop mm. computer. Yeah, exactly. Especially for people who don't really do a lot of photo editing or video editing. I love the concept. That's, I really no, love the but, concept. But, but it's I, art, I did, actually. No, I did go to the demo of it. Yeah. And it does run Photoshop. Oh, damn. So it can be possible. And that was with the Snapdragon 835. Right? The 845 is coming out soon. It's even more powerful. So that's going to be exciting. And mm-hmm. I love their, I love that idea. Whether or not it ever comes true, mm-hmm. um, I love how they've integrated the speakers into the front-facing speakers of the phone. So they were really thinking forward how, when they designed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they knew it. Because yeah. the, no the, wonder it looks like this. <laughs> now it we had know. a purpose. Now we know why it's so flat, right? But even just the fingerprint sensor on the side of the phone mm-hmm. so that when you put it into the laptop... It fits right, it fits exactly. right yeah. where the hole oh is. Oh, my God. The, and then... You, and for me, it, well, anyway, and then it becomes a touchpad. It's it's mm-hmm. I think it's a cool idea. And uh-huh. having said that, we've all you've all seen the Apple patent, right? Yes. Yeah. So Apple. So I'm, wait, I'm, I'm waiting to see what they so do Apple with it. So Apple is also thinking along the same lines. Mm-hmm. They're to, well, not all patents become a reality, mm-hmm. but at least it's something that people um, are. It's just funny to me, though. It's basically, and you heard the story about how they did it, right? They hollowed out a laptop yeah. and put the phone in. It's like. When you think about it, it's 2018, guys. Anything is possible. Let's hollow out the laptop and put a phone in it. And it's yes. great. And I think it's no, it's so that you can have so that um, it is your CPU. Mm-hmm. You don't have to invest any. I'm sure the shell won't cost as much, right? Because it yeah. defeats the purpose if the shell costs as much as exactly buying a laptop. laptop. And then in your backpack, you have the empty shell. Mm-hmm. And then if you really need to do some serious desktop browsing desktop or whatever, work, yeah. then take it out. Or you have to do some serious typing, take it out. And then put your phone in, and then you can. And use it your charges your phone. phone too. Right. Three so, times. So I think that's a great idea. I'd love to see that. Um, you know, um, Leno- uh, sorry, Razer has been known for yeah. these CES big ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, do you remember the when they triple had the, monitor the laptop? Triple <laughs> monitor laptop, one laptop with three monitors. That was pretty cool. Uh, it never came out. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about. Um, Th- that looked a little overkill though. But this one, much. but this one, the pro- project Linda looks really promising for me, and I really, yes. I really hope that more, uh, more manifest. Why is it called kind of Linda? I'm just curious. They're, they're, they said there's a there's a reason for it, and probably may, one of maybe, their muses or something. Yeah, maybe you will find out later on if it does I'd, come I'd to I'd like to meet that Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so I think CES. One more one. You know, sorry, Bronil. One thing I Go feel ahead, like yeah. CES that that was really great too is that we saw a lot of innov- A lot of people think of these big ideas 
as not maybe like we have the one whole in one sense you have all the robots people are talking about robots um, mm-hmm. and that may may or may not have practical mm-hmm. uses yeah. right but there were a lot of practical stuff that really solved everyday problems mm-hmm. there was a lot of innovation in the health space for example um, moto there's a new moto mod coming out that will measure your vitals not just your heartbeat yeah, that was pretty interesting but you can also do blood blood mm-hmm. pressure mm-hmm. and whatnot I thought that was pretty cool and, and we then, saw Ergo that, yeah. those uh, hearing aids Mm-hmm. Which will not well, it basically they are basically uh, what do you call this invisible. So, so think of them as Apple AirPods. Mm-hmm. Okay, they live inside. They have they charge inside their carrying case, mm-hmm. but they're almost like a spider-ish, yeah. rubberish thing that just fits into your ear. And I know this sounds wrong, but like I told uh, Chai, it's basically a tampon for your ear. <laughs> like you, 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 it's inside your ear, and there's a little cord that you pull out. But the thing yeah, is, yeah, there's little. For people who have hearing mm-hmm. disabilities, especially if you're younger, they don't want to put hearing aids on because there's a stigma if yeah. you're seen wearing one. Right, because hearing aids are like big boxes. Yeah, And so Sasha, who was also on the Gadget Match mm-hmm. team, who was with us, um, grew up, you know, had it, and uh, he grew up with um, a hearing problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he never really got help for it. So he couldn't really, literally, he can't hear out of one of his ears for, for all his life. Yeah. And then, and then, and you don't really think of because you're young, and yeah. you don't think of getting this big box because you associated that with old age or, or something like that. Yeah, in his head, it was more of a bother to put hearing aids on because they're really and big. So he's, and so he's and he's been using them because we've been we have a review unit, and he's been using them, and he's like, wow, I can finally hear. And it's it, and he's like, oh, Issa, you actually sound you're really noisy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did actually. Why a revelation? He, he basically told off. me. He basically told me I didn't know you were this whiny. <laughs> no, but I think. But <laughs> it's not that funny, guys. Stop. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And he never used it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the whole point is exactly what Isa says. There really is a stigma, mm-hmm. and they are a recipient of one of our Gadget Match Awards as yeah, well, Best of CES, cool, because though. they do solve a problem. And it's nice to see that technology is not just you know for the fancy stuff that yeah. people like to talk about or journalists like to write about. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of. Of, and these are really important things um, in the medical field, mm-hmm. especially. Agreed. We saw a lot of sleep tech, beauty tech. Mm-hmm. There was um, you, you know what I really wanted to try mm-hmm. out? You know when you walked into that Sands Hall where there was a pillow where it says that you can sleep, sleep yeah. on it for 20 minutes yeah. and get two hours of yeah. re- feel that you slept for two hours? There were a lot we of need that. Like, We never got stuff. to test that out. I didn't yeah. know how much it works. We need how well it works. Best innovation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There, there were so many things. It's not just the phones. It's not just the laptops. Mm-hmm. Even in the beauty space, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Neutrogena, which yeah. had a device you attach to a phone and it scans your skin type, so it would tell you like how to take care of your how to take care of your skin. There's also uh, Forio, which came out with this little round device mm-hmm. that supposedly gives you the same treatment as putting on a face mask for 15 minutes. So you just uh, uh, move it over your face. What? Like, I'm, I'm uh, looking at you. I don't it really over get your it, face. Yeah. Right. I, I forget that yeah. this isn't video, but you just like <laughs> you basically run it through your over your face, yeah. and for two minutes it gives you warmth and heat or uh, mm-hmm. pulsing sensations. So it just it goes to show you, you like a tech is not just for smartphones and laptops. Not smartphones yes. and laptops, yes. and then it's already. Going through different industries, yes. um, we've talked about the medical field. You're talking about beauty industry, mm-hmm. um, and also you, there was something you checked out as well. 
Home and Kitchen, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> since your question was technically what do you think you're going to see yeah. in, in um, real life with the things that we saw, mm-hmm. one great answer would be uh, kitchen tech. Yeah. So basically, these are great appliances, mm-hmm. but now they communicate with each other. And not only do they communicate with each other, it learns your habits when you're in the kitchen. So it makes, in effect, everything easier for you. And can you imagine all the moms who are going to be like, who are walking around in their great high tech kitchen, yeah. doing minimal stuff, and you know, <laughs> your your fridge is just ordering groceries for you. Your coffee brews at a yeah, certain I mean, time. That smart refrigerator that um, LG has. Yes, AI I saw PQ. that. Yeah. And basically, based on what's in your refrigerator, it will suggest recipes. That's for amazing. Shai that is if you have that. something in your fridge. Shai <laughs> would <is>. love that. <laughs> Here's how to boil milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, think about it. And now it. they're all going to talk to each other as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're all going to be able to, so that you can, it'll, it, it, now, if it knows what you're, what you're cooking, based mm-hmm. on what's in your refrigerator, you, you press send to stove, yeah. and the stove or the oven yeah. will... It'll set the temperature of the oven. So imagine if you have that Lenovo speaker, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have your fridge, your LG fridge. And 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 both devices have um, Google Assistant Assistant or Alexa. So your, your, your fridge will think up things to cook based on what's inside mm-hmm. it sends the recipe to, to your Google. speaker yeah to your that, smart, that smart display smart display that will show you what to do mm-hmm. your stove actually the or refrigerator your... can show you the recipe oh, as well, well that's true it also has a... <laughs> in this hypothetical kitchen josh this the it's so big <laughs> that you know it's it's what a few steps away from the fridge so we have to walk around we put the speaker the, so, the it sounds like you're gonna have a part two of that connected home Oh, oh yeah, definitely. This year, I'm so excited to see. I mean, I, I don't want to... I hear from a reliable source that Samsung is also mm. launching its own... Um, instead, uh, I, instead, I think they're going to bring Bixby, and it, it will be their AI brand as well. So I don't awesome. know about Bixby, but okay. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, in theory, yeah. If I'm sure with it comes... I mean, yeah, they can try. But and I'm, I not, think, I'm not... I'm just feeling really of... bad because our um, 65-inch OLED... Uh, LG TV is needs now, other stuff to talk needs to. Needs an update now because it doesn't have Google Home in it anymore. The thing is, just imagine the next time we do a giveaway, if we have it, if we replace the TV, is going to talk. The TV can do the Google Home picking yeah. for us because it already has Google Home built in. No, That's crazy. See, this is gonna make me want to build more homes. What well, more homes? Wow. If I have one. No, I just remember going to my very first Samsung. Um, what do you call it? Samsung Forum and I eventually the LG InnoFest. Yes. And I remember just thinking to myself, I need a place that I can build to put all these mm-hmm. wonderful appliances in. Yeah. And I didn't, those things didn't even have AI yet. Yeah. I was so amazed. So now they're taking it a step further yeah. and I can just imagine the home. I'm My question live in. is, I mean, let's take a step back from yeah. this excitement. Is Do we really need it though? Do we really need AI or is it just another superfluous um, addition to our life. How much easier is it going to make your life, though? I think that's 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 I, where they that's where they're going with it. I guess AI or this AI integration mm-hmm. has to reach a certain point where it becomes easy. Like if it makes it harder for you with certain steps, mm-hmm. it's not or figuring it out how to work it. Yeah. yeah. Speak, speaking yeah. of figuring out, I mean, we yeah. saw this viral video of a of a grandma. Like talking to the like, Google, meaning, okay, like Google. hey Google, hey Google. So I mean, it's not gonna be easy for everyone. I mean, there's always a learning curve. I feel with different kinds of tech. That's true. But 
what matters is after that learning curve, is it sustainable? That's right. the mm-hmm. thing. So the tech has to be built in a way where it's normal, it's something that's highly integrated in your everyday life, and there's no extra step involved for you to use it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think that direction is sort of where they're going. Like you walk into a room and you say, hey, Google, open the lights. That, that works. Mm-hmm. But if it's walking into a room, trying to set up the Google account or whatever, and then choking up your lights to the Google yeah. assistant, and then saying, hey, Google, turn on the lights. So basically that's it has not going to f- work. Right? Yeah, it has to feel instantaneous. Like yeah. everything has to really feel connected. Yeah. And they have for to be your, seamless. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Yeah, that's the perfect seamless. word for it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. It remains to be seen. And of course, you just have that's a whole big investment mm-hmm. as well. So um, th- yeah, those are some of the exciting. For me, I'm excited about it. And I feel like we need a bigger kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like Chai feels the same way as well. <laughs> Without smoke detectors. <laughs> Without smoke detectors. <laughs> Better smoke detectors. Okay, so we're um, we're running running a little over time. So I'm just gonna get everyone's final thoughts about the CES before we kind of wrap this whole thing up. Okay. Um, Marvin, what do you have to say about this whole thing? What's your whole observation? And um, yeah, it's all great tech to see, but as long as they they have to come out first for me to really enjoy it, the mm-hmm. consumer final product version. Like this, the, all the these beta products are yeah. fine. All these prototypes are fine, but I have to see them in action. Because when they're on the show showroom floor, like they're in this perfect setup, yeah, designed by the by the brands. Mm-hmm. If it if I have it in my hand in the showroom floor, and it doesn't or, work, or somewhere else at yeah. work, and then mm-hmm. so I can really experience it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Isa? I guess mine is sort of different. It's like Marvin is basically saying. If it's in my hands and it works, that's when I'll be like happy or mm-hmm. that's when I'll like be really impressed. Mm-hmm. Mine is a complete opposite. Like just being there and seeing that someone's like running along that um, track, like thinking up ideas going in that direction, that amazes me so much because it shows you just how much like we can imagine. And yeah. this is basically the next step. You imagine something, you think about it, you try to foresee it, you try to make it into a, a reality. These initial prototypes may not be perfect, but they're one step into making the it The fact that they're something. there. Yeah. yeah. I always say that innovation is not really one big step at a time, but it's the tiny little steps you take towards that direction. Mm-hmm. Right? And these are the most plausible way of seeing those tiny little steps. And that's amazing. Great, great, great insights. What about you? And I guess well, I can provide that balance between as a business person mm-hmm. right now, I mean, even as the gadget match, you know, it costs money to, to run this company and to create the content that we want to create great content. Yes. And I think the same way, all of it costs a lot to uh, research and development and into innovation and technology costs mm-hmm. a lot of money. And, you know, a lot of these stuff are things that we maybe dream, have maybe think that we we may never have thought that we needed a lot of stuff are things that we've we've been wishing for all along and these are people trying to solve or a lot of this has to do with problems that we have that we didn't know that w- there were solutions to and so I would love look at the essential phone right and I always want to I will come back with the essential phone because that Marvin is reviewing right now the idea the premise is great it's not quite there yet so that as journalists we can't tell people to go out and buy one but at the same time, like we said in our review, I would I wish that some of you guys would go out and buy one yeah. because we need them to stay alive so that they can be around for Gen 2. And then going back to what the Synaptics person told us, mm-hmm. this is only a first-gen product. So yeah. I'd love to see you know a lot of these products, even that, that Razer laptop co- hybrid combo, you know, whether or not it's great, whether, whether or not the phone is great, I wish that they have 
you know, that they can have that funding to keep on experimenting so that finally one day we really get these products that we can really enjoy and that can really change our lives for the better. Agreed, great. And that's why we're here anyway. I mean, um, Gadget Match, the whole driving force or the whole idea behind it is trying to match people with technology that would, you know, make their lives better. Um, on that note, uh, well, actually, before we go, um, is there anything else that you guys would like to talk about? What are we going to do in the next few weeks, next few months? Follow her gadget match. <laughs> yeah, so, yes, we're building the lifestyle section, mm-hmm. motoring, gaming section of the website. Yay! And the website has new, all new design. Yeah. And everything's much easier to find now. So, please mm-hmm. check out gadgetmatch.com. Mm-hmm. And like her gadget match on Facebook, we have a separate arm for that. Just her gadget match. You'll find it, you guys. What about you, Josh? Well, uh, we're heading to MWC in Barcelona mm-hmm. pretty soon. So there's a lot of work uh, <laughs> going on into that as well. And of course, you know, Chai will probably will kill me if I don't plug our YouTube channel. So um, go ahead and check that out as well. We have lots of mm-hmm. cool videos. We've actually just published a CES Roundup, so you should definitely check that out. Okay, great. So uh, that's it for our pilot episode of the Gadget Match podcast. Like everyone said, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, like our Facebook page, both Gadget Match and Her Gadget Match. Yay. Follow us everywhere on social media. Let us know what you think. And this is really an experiment. So yeah, we'd love to hear what you guys have to think. Yeah. This is the first time probably we're doing something where we're not interacting with a live audience. Mm-hmm. But I think there's oftentimes we have these conversations amongst ourselves. And so we figure, why don't we just sit down and have a proper recording of this casual conversation? It's not meant to... To, uh, to to you know to it it's meant to like supplement everything else mm-hmm. that we do mm-hmm. but let us know what you want us to talk about what you think of this podcast and yeah. we would definitely love to hear your thoughts so um, so we do would love to hear what you guys have to think and of course we would love you, for you guys to subscribe to this podcast so you can check us out at gadgetmatch.com/podcast until the next episode thanks everyone Thanks for dropping by. <laughs> <laughs>